live and local on AM 770 KTTH. Your independent conservative host, Todd Herman, welcomes you to The Todd Herman Show. Pin tweet on Twitter says exactly that, that the Republican Party, Representative Swalwell, is harboring that insurgency. And it is a white nationalist insurgency. Let's just be blunt. You? Yeah. Well, as part of that insurgency, today is in fact the day the Lord has made. And these are the times in which God has decided we will live. Times such as these convey to us unique sets of responsibilities. And sometimes even the responsibility to lighten things up. Bring on to the radio our friend Dory Monson, where we will talk all about pie recipes, ice cream on the side or not, a la mode is better or not. Yeah, it's warm. It might even be uncomfortably warm. That's life. Deal with it. Shut up about it. Caliban aren't majestic. I've learned that. Nobody is allowed to say my name. Bungie! Oh, I am going down! The cord cut! My hands did not touch the water. I'm springing up near the bridge. Free fall again down near the water. I did it! And welcome back to the Todd Herman Show. Dory Monson of Car Radio fame. How are you, my friend? Well, a little mixed emotions today being on your show, Todd, because, and I don't like to talk about ratings. It's a little gauche. It's a little tacky, especially when... You're on top. But uh, so this <laughs> month, we got, uh, we got these digital download numbers. How many, yeah. how many hours of our radio show are downloaded per month? And uh, anytime we're over 200,000 hours on my show, I feel pretty good about it. This month, we just blew every show out of the water. 300,000 hours downloaded and then i'm looking at all the other bonneville seattle stations and oh todd herman three hundred eighty-six thousand downloaded hour you blew me out of the water and i was feeling so good about a new record but you got all your national listeners and you got all these people who know you from all the other work you've done and uh you know me i'm a competitive lad todd and so I don't know how I feel about this. Well, I mean, it's put it this way. I mean, uh, I got the gift of a lifetime to Mm -hmm. be able to fill in for Rush Limbaugh. God rest him. That's the only reason that happened. It's not the quality of the work. It's not the quality of the entertainment. (laughs) We don't do a good job here. It's it's, it's true. It's pure luck. That's that's why. No, so just that, put, none of that's put, true. Once just, you get them, you got to keep them. You got to hold put, them. You're doing put a fantastic job of that. Uh, thank you. I appreciate you saying that. I I uh, I haven't seen those numbers, um, so I'm just I'm glad that they exist. I knew that the podcast numbers are big because I can tell by the emails and yes. and the kind words that people send us. So I wanted to start on that topic because um, you know being in the separate country of Seattle and in mm-hmm. Western Washington that's being purposely destroyed from within. In. We, Dory, we have an opportunity to say to the rest of the country, here's one possible future for you guys, um, unless you hold tight. Like this teacher who resigned in the Loudoun County School Board, brilliant. The, the, the parent in Loudoun County who stood up and said, you want to talk pronouns? Fine. Call me master. You call my daughter <laughs> queen. You call my son king. 
We're seeing all these bits of pushback. Then we're seeing people threatened out of their lines of work. I'm going to talk in the tech segment. I got a note from someone whose daughter is about to lose her job because she will not take the injection. She's an, she's an RN. Right. So I wanted to start because of the national audience that's joined us. I wanted you to tell them how wise Washington State has been with the money that they decided to give us for unemployment. Because, you know, the flu causes a bunch of people to lose their job because the flu will do that. Yeah, it's really unbelievable. So since uh, for about 20 years now, uh, a woman who now lives in our state, her name's Lynn Brewer, and she first contacted me when the Enron scandal was getting going because she had been an executive at Enron and she was one of the whistleblowers for what was at the time the largest corporate scandal in our nation's history. And so Lynn Brewer helped expose that. And then fast forward to uh, last year when Nigerian scammers somehow got past the security you know, the system at Washington Employment Security. Ironic name because they provided neither employment nor security, but they were called employment security. Uh, the last word is e- it's ESD. The last word division is correct because <laughs> nobody likes them. We're all divided about them as an organization. But Lynn Brewer started asking last year, can I have every text message between Jay Inslee and Susie Levine, every email between Inslee and Levine? Levine ran the agency at the time. Uh, then after allowing somebody to steal $650 million, she suddenly gets promoted to the Biden administration. I don't know how that happens, that you have $650 million missing dollars and it helps you politically hmm so uh so lynn brewer asked for all these public records she got stonewalled for months and then finally last month a judge uh awarded lynn a hundred thousand dollars because of esd refusing to turn over these documents now about a week ago lynn emailed me again and she said she has a very good source saying that, because she's now asked for every private message, they have an intra-house system at ESD where employees can message employees, and she's asked for all of those messages. And they said, well, there are 88 million. That's too many. We can't do it. So even though she just whipped their butt in court for a hundred grand, they are now stonewalling her, and I believe the Seattle Times and the Washington Open Government Coalition, and they are not turning over these other private messages among employees. Uh, so I continue to believe, Todd, that somebody on the inside, they had a security threshold that would not have allowed in the Nigerian hackers, or so-called. Uh, then they lowered the threshold for about two weeks, and those two weeks... Uh, suddenly people swooped in and stole $650 million, and then they raised it back up to where it had been two weeks prior again. So somebody lowered it. I don't know why. They say that we lowered it so we could process claims faster because people were hurting. Uh, I think that there was somebody on the inside who helped steal $650 million. And if so, that would be one of, the great, uh, one of the great thefts in the history yeah. of our nation. Well, I hate to do this because I consider him a really dangerous man, uh, yes. but I do I do have to you know stand up and thank um, Sideshow Bob Ferguson for his dogged pursuit yes. of of these hackers. I I I understand that he has spent up to ten minutes mm-hmm. um, thinking about this, and I mean Dory, like really seriously thinking. 
Yeah, he, so. yeah, he. Uh, I, I believe he just filed this morning his eighty seventh lawsuit against the Trump administration. <laughs> oh, wait a second, hold on. No, my yeah, Bob Fergie lawsuit counter just he just filed his eighty eighth. Just my breaking news, just in the last two seconds against the Trump administration. Yeah, he uh, he hate, hated the Trump administration, but when the citizens of the state in which he is attorney general, when they have six hundred fifty million stolen. Well, that just doesn't matter very much to right. Bob Fergie Ferguson. No, it doesn't. And he uh, he's statewide a public uh, you know elected official, Jay Inslee's statewide elected official and and I'm I don't I know that you had an interview with uh, a medical professional willing to give up her job because she does not want to be injected with the spike protein producing mRNA gene therapies or the endovirus or the DNA variant. So she as a medical professional has made that decision. I'm receiving emails, Dory, um, 62-year-old painter, three years from state retirement, is going to be run out of his job. He paints alone outside. They're telling him he has to have the mRNA injections. Um, There's a group on Facebook called Washington State Healthcare Workers Exemption Group. Washington State Healthcare Workers Exemption Group. My friend and, and listener to the program, Neil, just sent me a note. His daughter's an RN. She and her friends and her colleagues are willing to sacrifice their careers over this. And aren't we always told, like, consult your doctor, consult your medical professional? Right, They're consulting yeah. themselves. At least Jay Inslee's been consistent on this front. That, <laughs> that if. Right. Well, a a couple of things. Yeah, they had a couple of spontaneous rallies that broke out this week. The nurses up in Bellingham. Then there was another one in Puyallup Uh, at the Bellingham rally. There was the woman I spoke with. And then there was another woman. uh, She's 31 years old. She's 31 weeks pregnant. And she's not anti-vax, but she said, I don't want to get the vaccine while I'm carrying a baby. I mean, the American Association of Pediatrics wasn't even recommending the vaccine for pregnant women until about a week ago. And she said, it's just unknown what its effect is on on children, on unborn children. And she is going to get fired. And she said, this woman, the pregnant woman, she's going to come on my show this afternoon. She emailed me last night. But uh, she's the one who said, for the last year and a half, we've been called heroes. And now people like Jay Inslee are calling us villains. And he's going to fire us. And let me just play for you. It's a real quick clip. Wait, wait, wait. We've got to do traffic. Oh, let's let's tease it then. Because we have a piece of audio that's going to illustrate just unfathomable hypocrisy that we'll uh, play in just a couple of minutes. Yeah. Now, watch this. Dory Monson is going to do what we in the radio business call reset. And you'll see why he is number one in radio ratings uh, in Seattle again and number two in, in podcast hours. <laughs> oh, that hurts. Oh, that hurts. <laughs> well, uh, so everyone's been telling us that we must choose between a jab or our job. And uh, I'll play you a couple of things here, actually. Uh, first, uh, Alex, you have a montage. But these are people like uh, Andrew Cuomo, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris uh, last year. All telling us that since this vaccine was developed under the Trump administration, that nobody should take it. And let's just play a few seconds of that one, Alex, for for your listeners here. I think it's going to be a very skeptical American public about taking the vaccine, and they should be. We can't trust the president uh, and take his word and take a vaccine that might cause harm to us. If and when the vaccine comes, it's not likely to go through all the tests that needs to be and the trials that are needed to be done. 
let's just say there's a vaccine that is approved and even distributed before the election. Would you get it? Okay. Well, let me, let me jump in on that because uh, if you go a couple minutes into this montage, uh, there's one that we've extracted, and it is Jay Inslee. And he says clearly that uh, that because this was developed under Donald Trump, that everybody should individually assess whether the vaccine makes uh, good sense for them. But here's what Jay Inslee said. We will need to have access to the vaccine results so we can make our independent assessment to make sure that Donald Trump's uh, fingerprints are not on it. Okay, so Jay Inslee said, we as individuals, we need to make our individual assessment. That was a few months ago. Uh, And they knew no more about the vaccine today than they did back then. So there are only a couple of possible things here, Todd. One is that Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and Jay Inslee, uh, they believed in the vaccine, but for political reasons, they were telling people not to take it, which means they were willing to let, uh, by their own standards, they say that the vaccine saves lives. So that means that Jay Inslee, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris were willing to let people die so they could play their political games. And then if you take Jay Inslee as an isolated one among all these uh, sleazy politicians, Jay Inslee back then said, you need to make your own individual assessment. And now he is saying it's the same vaccine now as it was then. But now he says that you are not allowed to make your individual assessment. If you're a cop, if you're a nurse, if you're a doctor, if you're a firefighter, if you don't agree with Jay Inslee's assessment, you will get fired. And if people want to know why I hate politics as much as I do, that's a great example of all of these people who were saying one thing, they have no, and some of my listeners say, well, they have new data now, Dory. Yeah, the data daddy, he really works off of data. Uh, They don't have any new data today. The only thing that's different is is the letter next to the name of the president. And, And so now, after telling us for months that we should be skeptical of it, now they're saying, listen to us, we will order you to do it. Not only do they not have data, on the on the mRNA injections and the endovirus variant and the DNA um, uh, variants of these injections, they destroyed the control groups. So mm-hmm. Pfizer and Moderna set up control groups. Some people get the injections, some people don't. They then track the results. How many people in the control group end up getting myocarditis and pericarditis and uh, bleeding in the vaginal wall and and and, uh, and losing children uh, during pregnancy, etc. These problems and and blood clots in the brain and 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 in the lung as has happened with some people or death as has happened with some people, and in, in these control groups and how many get the the COVID and how many get sick with the COVID versus the people who got the mRNA injections. A couple of weeks into that, Pfizer and Moderna said. Actually, we don't want a control group. Hmm. Give them all the injections. Yeah. So there yeah. is no experiment. Like, this is experimental stuff, but there's no experiment. Joy, answer this question for me. This is Rachel Walensky, Rochelle Walensky. She's the boss woman of the CDC. Uh, I want you to hear this, and then I want, I, I want to see if we can figure out why this doesn't end this trope that, that you're – or someone else's injection status affects you. Our vaccines are working exceptionally well. They continue to work well for Delta with regard to severe illness and death. They prevent it. But what they can't do anymore is prevent transmission. So if you... So they don't present they don't prevent transmission. They never have. Their own yeah. filing paperwork says they don't. How then is it anybody's business 
whether I decide to take this therapeutic or hydroxychloroquine or ivermectin, also therapeutics. How is that anyone's business? It's not. It, it's not, quite simply. Uh, there are so many people. I, I have a couple of friends who did not want to get the vaccine, and they weren't in a position where they could give up their jobs. They're the breadwinner. They have to feed their family. They have to keep a roof over their head. They got the vaccine. One of them had COVID last year, has the antibodies today, uh, certainly does not need the injection. But his employer said that uh, if he's going to work, then he's got to get this injection. Uh, it's it's madness. And I'm telling you, I've said this from the beginning, Todd, I have never believed this is about public health. I believe this is about the quarterly profits of Pfizer and Moderna and Johnson & Johnson and AstraZeneca. They are drunk off of our money. I'm tired of everybody talking about the vaccines are free. And when, when you see that their revenues right. have gone up $100 billion, uh, and, and they need to keep it up. So the only way they can keep up the revenues is by now telling us we all need a booster every six months and our children. Now it's down to age 12. And I'll tell you one other thing. Uh, there was a 12-year-old girl in Florida who wrote a letter that supposedly went viral. It didn't sound like a 12-year-old's writing. But she said that she's scared to death because DeSantis is not making the kids wear masks in Florida. And she <laughs> said... And she said, I got the uh, I got the vaccine, so I'm taken care of, but I'm scared to death that my 10-year-old brother is going to go to school one day and die the next. And I was thinking, this is, disp- I mean, this is borderline child abuse, that instead of just being free, happy, little 12-year-old girl, she's walking around all morose and thinking that her little brother's going to die. Uh, you know, just like we've done with these kids who believe that they cannot have babies because the world's going to be under six feet of water by the time they get to 30. We're turning our kids into neurotic little freaks. Uh, kids believe that they're going to get mowed down in a bloodbath at school when the truth is kids are safer at school than they are at home or walking to school, driving anywhere. Uh, but we've convinced kids they're going to be uh, you know, killed in a in a mass shooting. And what we're doing to our children, Todd, I think we're going to look back someday, still in your and my lifetime, and we're going to look back on 2020, 2021 as two of the most despicable years in our nation's history uh, just because of what we're doing to our children, if nothing else. No, I, I couldn't agree more. And And what is so disconcerting to me about this is how easily – People fall into appeals to authority I, 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 and, and end up defending it. I, for the life of me, I, I can't stop having my breath drawn from my lungs when I see Dr. Senator Rand Paul disappeared from YouTube. And then that disappearance is celebrated by CNN. Senator Rand Paul has been spreading misinformation and disinformation about the vaccines and masks. YouTube has cracked down. Meanwhile, Dr. Anthony Fauci. Yeah. <laughs> going, wait, wait, wait. And this, this, this is the thing. What do you say to people? We got like 30 seconds. What do you say to people when they say, oh, you'll forgive me if I don't trust Dory Monson for my medical advice. I trust the scientists. What do you say? Uh, I'll put my track record. I'll put Todd Herman's track record. Everything we've said on our radio shows, I'll put it up against any doctor, any politician, certainly any politician, any scientist uh, that at certain times in life. 
Uh, book learning is not what gets you through. It's your gut, it's your smarts, it's your street. And anybody who doesn't think that with hundreds of billions of dollars at stake that there are not some ulterior motives. And, and this is coming from somebody, I got the vaccine. I am not against it in any way. I got the vaccine. But you got to look at, uh, at, at the money. Always, always, always follow the money. And just real quick, this afternoon, a World War II combat vet. Fridays with Phil. Uh, it's my favorite guest ever, my listener's favorite guest ever, and he makes another appearance this afternoon on the Dory Monson Show over on the FM side. There it is, Dory Monson. Thanks for joining us. Go with God's good grace. Who's on?